filibuster receives sponsorship from the Ehrlich Law Office, Discrimination, Wage, and Litigation Solutions for Northern Virginia and the District of Columbia. They want you to know that your rights matter, you deserve to be free from harassment, and you deserve to work. They cover workplace discrimination and wage theft, non-competition and non-solicitation litigation, civil rights, takings and disability, and a lot more. For a free consultation, go to ehrlichlawoffice.com slash filibuster. Jason, um, I, I think as as the only as the person not involved in the topic we're about to discuss, I have to say to you, Jacques, why are you stealing Ben's bourbon? Yeah, don't steal my bourbon. As, you have a whole beer to drink was that you've been drinking forever. Last week, uh, I was at the in the year 2020, the closest I've been to Ben's bourbon. Uh, was i think at a dc united training session in springfield virginia um that's as close as i've gotten to ben's bourbon that is a likely story uh especially considering 80 percent of filibuster twitter readers said that you stole ben's bourbon that's a that's a they did a pretty agree strong majority that, that's, overwhelming uh, amount what i would what i would point out is that this is a poll, whereas I am offering you facts, um, which are different than an opinion poll, uh, based uh, are, on the uh, idea that I Jason, might have gone to Ben's it was house. Your opinion, whether something I happened, don't know where it Ben's said, house is. did this happen? Break in, which I don't know how to do. Find Ben's bourbon, which I don't know where it is. Only steal the Evan find. Williams, which is just silly. If you've gone to this length already, um, there's nothing else to steal in my house. And then also on top of that, I would then have to come home and then on the show with Ben decide of all the drinks that I could make with all the liquors that I have, be like, I'm going to use Ben's bourbon and I'm going to tell him right now. Jason, that's the kind of hubris that only a criminal mastermind has. Jason, as far as we know, all you have to drink is my bourbon and the beer you've been drinking for like six months. Do you mean the the beers that I have bought multiple times? Because no, those are different. The one things. beer you've been drinking for six months. No. Do I sound like someone who's been drinking a beer for six months, slowly but surely, uh, leaving it open, sitting out, ready to go? Do I sound yeah. like that? Or do I sound yeah. like... Uh, a person who isn't dead from being poisoned. No. Oh, well, you sound like a person who stole my bourbon. Now I hey, kind of want to steal your bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, welcome in. This is filibuster, the black and red United and <laughs> Jason stealing Ben's bourbon podcast. I'm Adam Taylor. They it's are Jason Anderson. I don't know if it's any of those things. We're all from blackandredunited.com where we talk about DC United, but less so right now because the entire world seems to be shut down right now for the novel coronavirus and the COVID-19 outbreak it has caused. Um, That's what we're talking about tonight. Um, There's not much else to talk about. Nope. uh, We don't have a game to talk about now or in the future. Yeah. I'm sure we will manage to... 
we, we will insert some nonsense into the proceedings and, and hopefully do some entertaining because I certainly need some entertaining right now. Um, yes. Um, you do. And uh, I, I assume that many of our listeners do as well. So hopefully we will provide that and not just the sadness. Uh, if it ends up being just the sadness, I, I apologize in advance, but you know, have a good cry. You've earned it. You've, you're living through this. You deserve I probably cry. won't publish it if it's just that. Well, okay. What are you drinking, Ben? Um, I am drinking uh, Richmond Lager, Hardywood's Richmond Lager. I'm trying to like drink some more local things before everything goes on lockdown. I'm sorry, I brought it down again. Um, <laughs> Adam's just looking at a wine bottle as I'm talking about what I'm I drinking. Sure am. Adam, what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I am am drinking wine that I picked up at uh, Wardman Wines in Brookland this this weekend. Uh, one of my last acts outside of the house. It is a Spanish white wine called uh, Garnacha. I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced, but it's pretty tasty. It's it's very much a it's a lot like a, a dry Riesling, which is one of my favorite styles of white wines. Um, but it's a Spanish wine, not not an Austrian. Um, it's it's pretty tasty. I like it a lot. And I was I was looking over the bottle to make sure I had the the origin correct. It is it is a product of Spain. I know very little about it otherwise, but uh, it it was part of their um, their winter six pack, and so it was just like we went in, we like grabbed Wait, several bottles of liquor. Yeah, they they do every quarter or so. They do like. A curated six pack and you get 15% off the combined cost of the bottles if you buy them as a six pack and it's often very nice um, and so we did that and got several bottles of spirits as well uh, of liquor in, in addition to to the six pack of wines and this will get us through at least the first part of this homebound uh, and down uh, sequence wow. uh-uh Nope. <laughs> You're not going to call the episode homebound and down. I okay. sure won't. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sad about that as much as anything else right okay. now. Jason, cheer me up. What edit, are you drinking? Edit the podcast. Like you did 300 episodes ago. Well, uh, anyway, uh, I'm, I was the reason we started later than normal. So I didn't have much time to make a drink. Uh, I have been trying to ration my alcohol to prevent going out. So I've been like, what and do this I is have? Why you've been drinking the same beer for several months? No, those are unrelated. And also that one is false. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have time. I, I guess the problem I'm running into is that a lot of what I have a lot of is something you wouldn't drink. It's the by same itself. beer. You, you wouldn't drink. I'm just going to move past that. Uh, like plain rum. Like like a regular rum that isn't anything special, you're not going to drink that by itself unless things are really dire. Um, the same with like vodka. I'm not. I'm not. I know some people do drink vodka straight. I would rather not. Um, I'd rather We've literally done it many times as punishment for well, liking yes. a team that's bad. But I would rather not. Um, but yes. in this case, I didn't have time to think of a ration drink, so. I just grabbed my trusty bottle of uh, Barrel Select uh, Patron Añejo and uh, poured it in a glass with some ice. So you have been drinking that constantly for a while. 
No, I've been slowly chipping away at that bottle. Right. That one's going to run out very soon. Uh, and I just to make peace with that, that, that that's going to be gone soon. But um, fortunately I've got enough other drinks. I just have to start, you know, mixing them with things. You have one drink that you've had for a long time. Are you just mashing all of the lies into one now? Not are you no. say that, Are you going to say that the beer, the one and only beer, is also stolen from your house and is also bourbon? And, is and also tequila. A goat. I mean, we might as well just pile all the falsehoods into one, just for convenience' sake. It makes it easier to remember. Certainly. <laughs> um, this is normally the part of the show where I would say let's talk about soccer, but um. There's there's not soccer to talk about at the moment, um, at least not stateside. There there are some leagues that that powered through this weekend. I nah, think nah, probably for the last that. time for the foreseeable they, future. Those leagues should not have done that. No, no they should not have. <laughs> that was a bad call. Yeah, um, there are still a couple that are still going. Um, there was a lot of talk about. Uh, Mexico being the last one, that was false. Uh, there are some other countries that are still right now planning on playing games this coming weekend, which is... Did Australia play this weekend? They played this weekend, and they plan to play this coming weekend. Um, both the Sounds men's bad. and women's league. The women's league, it's the grand final, and they've already said no fans. Uh, I think they've said no wow. fans for both, but also, like, that's already... St- it's still a bad idea. Um, yeah, at that point... I don't even know if, if some of the other leagues that I've I've read we're planning on playing. I don't even know if they have like crowd restrictions yet um, in certain countries. So don't do that. If you're running the like Hungarian first division, uh, shout out to Zoltan Stieber, that league still going. Uh, I don't know if they've even lowered the number of fans in attendance. That's crazy. Don't do it. The speed at which this whole situation developed was uh, it still is head spinning. Honestly, a week ago, we recorded this podcast. Yep, we sure it did, did not even. It didn't occur to us while we were recording that uh, that games would be canceled this past weekend. And by the time we published it, is like, well, maybe they won't let fans in. Maybe something more. And then the game's gone. Like it, it things are happening incredibly quickly, and. <laughs> I'll just say that I I was I was working on an article and I had to refer back to when the MLS 30 day suspension of league play was. And in my mind, it was, uh, that like, was a thousand I, years ago. Right. Right. In my mind, it was like, all right, where's this article again? And I go to the front page. I'm like, oh, yeah, I left it in our layout tool. I left it as the first article you would see. That's convenient. And I opened it up. I was like, oh, it was four days ago. Um, four days ago was when that announcement came. It feels like many many moons ago uh a land in a land far away from where we are now but it's not it was thursday what a concept what a concept (laughs) (laughs) nice work uh yeah mls did shut down for 30 days uh that has an effect on i think three dc united games four Four. um at cincinnati Four and and on a practical term, probably more than four because yes. right after, probably right eight. after, I mean, even if the ban is if if the ban is the only thing, right after the ban ends, DC has a game that Wednesday, and right now they aren't even allowed to train. So yeah, you know you can do the math pretty quickly. They would have 
a game against TFC midweek and then a game after that at Nashville, both wiped off most likely. So four for now and probably many more. Yeah. At Cincinnati, at Philadelphia, uh, at home against NYCFC. And what's the other one? Uh, at San Jose. Is that yeah, the other yeah, one? San, San Jose is the other one. Yeah. So at San Jose and then CDC, uh, the Centers for Disease Control, um, federal agency released a recommendation uh, for an eight week shutdown of any events involving more than 50 people in attendance, which obviously. Can we these get would into be, the math on that? Because I want to underline how that means closed door games are also not possible. Yes. Uh, with a 50 person cap. We're talking about both teams have 18 players in their squad. So that's 36 people right off the bat. Um, both teams have to have a trainer. There has to be a doctor in the building. So now a we're coach. down. We've got 39. Well, hold on. We, we have to cut down on coaches if we're doing this at all. Um, there's got to be a doctor in the building. So now we're at 39. You've got to have referees. So let's cut VAR loose and only do traditional refereeing. That that takes us up to 43. Um assuming we're going to have a fourth official, let's be generous and have that. Um, so that's 43 before we have um, any coaching staff, uh, any medical personnel, EMTs with an ambulance, they've got to be there. That's three more people. I, I would think at a minimum, um, is there an Ball announcer kids. in the building? Um, there's a, re- if there's referees, they're required to have a referee assessor. That's one more. Uh, there's a match yeah, official any, that has to observe the match for MLS. That's one more. Yeah. Any, any comms run staff, out of, any. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, cameraman. you run out, you run out of enough. Like if there's one cameraman, I, I think I did this in my head earlier. If there is one cameraman, one team doesn't get a coach is what it comes down to. Um, <laughs> so 50 people, uh, it turns out game days require more than you think. It's not just the dudes on the field. And, uh, yeah, 50 people cap means no soccer. Uh, no closed door soccer. They're not going to play unless the league decides to play the whole thing as six on six. Um, yeah, it's Wait, not happening and, for a while. And, and it be, like with the CDC going to uh, eight weeks out, that's the middle of uh, May. But yep. at, at that earliest, that's when they might start training to like get back up to. They speed. could start training before that. You could presumably they could, have. But they're, they're not gonna. They could, I don't know. They're not gonna. I think it uh, depends so, I mean, on what the situation is in six sure, but, weeks. Sure, but, but let's let yeah, mid May. That's another don't. six games beyond the or five or six games beyond the thirty day cap um, that MLS imposed. This is probably not going away. Is my point? And even if it goes another week or two beyond that because of training, um, we're we're still looking Which, at. There's also no training right now. Yeah, that's uh, what right. Ben was what saying. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What so, I was trying to say is yeah, that, that uh, th- they're not going to start training for a long time, and even when they do start training, it's two, two at the most, more likely four weeks after they start training before they can actually start playing games. So we're really looking at, I, like, I don't know if Jason said this in Slack or on the real internet, but we're not looking at real games until July at this point. Or not July, June at the most, maybe July, right. June but June is June at the case. earliest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 
I, I don't know if they need as much training ramp up time because they haven't had at this point, it's just one weekend off. And right now the training ban is until um, MLS's runs until next Monday. So a week from when we're recording this. Um, but one, that's going to get extended. Um, yeah. And, and two, um, you know, we, it's, it seems pretty clear looking around, uh, at any sort of, um, basic, uh, respectable news source, uh, or scientist or doctor who knows about these things. We're, we're not about to just wrangle this thing down in a couple of weeks and get it, get a con- control of it. It's, it's going to be out of control for a while. Things um, are going to get worse before they get better is, yeah, is, so, seems to be the, the scientific consensus. Yeah. And that means that like soccer players are staying home. Um, yeah. You know, it, I, I think there is, there are reports that MLS hasn't announced yet that they might start allowing small groups to train together, but we're talking about like five or fewer, I think was the report that I, I saw on Twitter. Um, there's not a lot you can do in that. You're basically, you're doing fitness work um, and like kicking a ball around, but you can't really do anything else. Um so, you know, you can slow the loss of physical fitness and you, you can reduce the likelihood of picking up an injury when you first come back with that. But you're going to lose a lot of sharpness because you're not playing games. You're just kicking a ball around. It's a whole different set of uh, set of traits. Um, you know, teams are going to have to shut down certain portions of their whole operation. They're going to have to bring those back online. Um it, it it really it very quickly makes you realize that when you turn the machine off, it doesn't just it's not so you can just flick a switch and it, everything's back going again. This is going to take a very long time. Um, so, yeah, you know, when I said that June or July, but yeah, I definitely don't expect I don't expect us to be covering games in May. Um, I think that's not going to happen. Um, I also am pretty sure we're going to be talking about canceled games and I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about closed door games, even though um, as uh, I think the athletic has had a great, done a great job covering it. Um, teams don't want to do closed door games because that's their main moneymaker is game day. Um, yep. MLS doesn't have a TV deal that allows them to be like, screw it. We'll, we'll do it without fans. We'll be fine because we've got the money coming in from TV. That was supposed to be the next TV deal. That's the one they want to have next time that comes up. We're not there yet. And so game day is the moneymaker and you can't have game day uh, with a disease outbreak. So it's a lot with (laughs) with the speed at which things happened. Like we went from, we are continuing as normal to the potential for closed door games to no, just cancel everything in, in the span of hours. It seemed like, right. I don't know what the end of this looks like. Um, so I'm not I'm not confident at this point that right. that we're going to see closed door games when and and I guess if soccer comes back if sports comes back um we we are all ESPN classic stands now I guess um for for a sports fix watch watch I know I mean, Fox Sports was was showing last weekend's um LAFC what was it LAFC Seattle the game that was insane LFC, uh, or LFC, Philly, Philadelphia, Philly. Yeah. yeah. With the, the Glesnes goal and many other goals. Um, we, we are now a society that just watches old sports because <laughs> there are no, or no, play, there are no new or sports. plays or plays football manager. 
Well, let's let's transition to that then. Uh, ben, you picked up a hobby, which is healthy. <sighs> it's a good outlet. I'm proud of you. Um, I don't know that football manager is a healthy hobby. I want to caution people. Um, I know, also totally agree with Jay overdone. Yeah, I, I told Ben he should get football manager, but is it a healthy hobby? I, I don't know. So, so Ben, tell us about yeah. your thinking, why you dove into football manager and how it's going. I mean, I dove into football manager because it is soccer. And I was like, I need some soccer because there won't be soccer for months at this point. And it's going okay, uh, I guess. Um, it started out with uh, Junior Moreno and uh, Joseph Mora instantly getting injured. So uh, it sounds like a regular DC United. Uh, the realism is remarkable. Yeah, but nobody cares really about my my football manager team. Uh, it is just I'm battling a large learning curve, which people who have been playing football manager for 5, 10, 20 years now don't have to manage. Uh, but me as a newbie, it's just like there are so many things to to learn about. So that, that that's where I am right yeah. now. It's just like I have to deal with all of like – each menu has a sub menu and each sub menu has a sub menu. And it's just like, there are so many things. Uh, there was a long time. Uh, and I have been playing this game forever. There was a long time where I like, I like to do the thing where you take a lower league team and bring them up. Um, and so in transfers, you have to get creative because you usually have no money. Um, and there was a long time for, I think three years of the game where I could not figure out how to do a player swap where you offer a team a player in exchange for their, one of theirs, um, what in MLS we would call a trade. Um, and the thing is, there's a menu for it in the transfer thing, um, but the, how to proceed from there, I could not figure out because it wasn't where it used to be, and I could just, I was just like, I guess I can't do it anymore. I don't know. Um, it turns <laughs> out you could do it. It just was arranged in a way that involved, like, leave it, uh, what felt like leaving the transfer uh, stuff altogether, it was in something like that. So it didn't follow a logical pattern. Um, and when I found that it was like a, a victory, a moment I was like, this is how you do it. Oh my God. Um, and then of course the, I distinctly remember the team, imme- the other team immediately rejected what I was offering. They were not interested. Um, so my <laughs> victory was short lived as always. Um, yeah. Uh, football manager is incredibly complicated, but that's like part of the, the f- especially when you first start when you f- like where, where Ben is at now, that's a long process. Once you get your, uh, your tactics together um, and your training uh, schedule together, then it starts to be a little more straightforward and you can progress and just play games um, and not have to worry about, well, this doesn't work. Well, what do I do now? Um, but Ben's definitely in that the early stage of like, how do I assemble a group within this game that does what I want it to do? Um, yeah, know, I'm still player. I'm still trying to figure out like what ta- what 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 uh, numbers on the player player things mean. This is a good player for what I want to do, and I have no idea. Oh, uh, higher is better. I mean, yes, <laughs> but uh, I need I need to figure out like what higher means good and what higher I can ignore. Right. Um, there there are some things that are sort of. Um, uh, if you're in the tactic screen, for example, it might show you, it might highlight certain attributes. Yeah. Um, I'm just giving Ben advice at this point. Sorry, listeners. Um, 
But yeah, the, the attributes that are highlighted are more important, but there's some stuff that is sort of intuitive, like you want a fullback to be fast. Um, yeah. Don't ever I signed more fullbacks to my, to my team because DC United had no <laughs> fullback, so I signed one. You're, you're, you're living your dream. Uh, I know. I mean, it's good to practice players. what you preach. Exactly. Yeah. I did a sign. I signed a dude. He used to be on, I think, Sporting Kansas City's B team, but... It's a guy. You did it. You signed a, a warm start. body. I have said that DC United has a need for warm bodies, and you signed a digital simulacrum of a, a warm a body. Digital so. warm body. Exactly. Kudos to you, sir. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> um, I guess one bit of DC news late breaking. Uh, Steve Goff reporting that Johnny Northeast, the team's head head trainer or head of sports science um, is, is on his way out. He is going back to his, his homeland of Wales um, where his family remained. I think while he was here um, that I'm sure was tough doing what he was here for like three or four years. And that, that commute had to be brutal, <laughs> uh, but, but he's out. I don't really have any, have much to add. I don't know if you guys do on that. Hearing. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's something that I didn't really know was going on. Um, but it's tough to tell someone to be across an ocean from their family. So, um, you know, that's a, a reasonable conclusion, uh, for him to, to want to go home. Um, United certainly is going to need to figure out their uh, training regimen. I know after the last game, Ben Olsen alluded to the number of soft tissue injuries uh, within the group right now was higher than it should be. And it, to, to be fair to Johnny Northeast, it hadn't been very high for most of his run as trainer. This was the first real um, outbreak of these kind of injuries. You know, last year there were, there were a lot of fullback injuries, but they were weird contact injuries or, um, you know, stuff that you can't legislate for, like Chris Odoyatum's um, Hodgkin's lymphoma, you can't prevent that. There's no injury prevention for that. Yeah, it's um, not a training so, issue. Yeah, so so this was, you know, it's a sudden thing, and I some of it is, I'm sure, you know, you could have the best trainer in the world and still end up with some weird hamstring injuries. injuries. I think um, Olson mentioned that Joseph Moras came from his foot jamming in the, the surface while trying to make a tackle. Um, I don't know that there's... I don't know enough about training to know whether there's a way to prevent that, but um, you know, most of that is pre- to prevent the sprinting hamstring strain. The one where you see the guy run and all of a sudden they grab their hamstring and stop running. Um, I don't think there's injury prevention necessarily for like an awkward tumble or tackle where your foot gets caught and you twist in a certain way or stretch in a certain way. Um, I don't think there's much you can do about those. So, um, you know, I as you know, I I am assuming that the family the family reasons are it, it's all it's all surface. It's not something underneath. But um, whatever it is, DC is going to have to find somebody who's you know very well qualified in that field because injury prevention, keeping your guys healthy with any roster is it's an advantage. You know, if you, it's a competitive advantage that you want to have. You want to have the best training staff in the league so that your guys don't miss any, as many games. Um, and so that when they are playing, they're playing at their best. They're, they're, you know, the highest athletic potential they can achieve. You want that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't, I, 
I'm sure that that's not something he didn't come in. I'm, I would assume today and be like, Hey, I got to move home. Um, it's probably something that's been an ongoing process. Um, but yeah, the, the team's going to have to figure that out in a time where it's really difficult to figure out anything like, uh, you know, if you want to go out and buy apples, that's a tough thing to do right now, much less to find a highly qualified uh, physical trainer to come train your guys who aren't allowed to come to training. Yeah, I don't have a segue. I'm I'm out of content. Um, yeah, that's the, the like way of things. This, this was a good podcast. <laughs> Let's not say things we can't take back, Ben. Um, it was a podcast. Yeah. I worked from home today. I did gardening with my with my kids. It was fun. Um, we washed our hands a lot. This is our new reality. Okay. Um, I think we're going to try to keep doing this show uh, on a weekly basis. Um, I don't know what it'll be about over the coming weeks. Um, send us your ideas and your suggestions on, on Twitter. Um, we actually did get a, a few questions this week. Say you're at work and uh, something unfortunate or untoward happens and you need some legal representation to uh, to assert your rights in that situation, whether a boss mistreated you, you were fired unfairly uh, or, or, or something worse happens. Ben, in the District of Columbia and Northern Virginia, you know who to call, right? Yeah, you call the Ehrlich Law Office because you have rights. That's right. And your rights matter. And you deserve to be free from harassment. And you deserve to work. The Ehrlich Law Office handles workplace discrimination. They do civil rights. Uh, if you have a wage theft issue, they are there for you. If you have uh, a separation from your employer that you want to to get down on paper, and you're dealing with a, a non-compete clause or or something to to that effect if you uh if you feel like your civil rights have been violated by a local government call the ehrlich law office uh if you want a free consultation tell them we sent you go to ehrlichlawoffice.com slash filibuster earlier today we threw it out on twitter that we wanted to open up the Twitter box tonight. I think we're only going to do one or two questions or one or two responses here, um, just because we're we're all tired because of you can't see me gesturing broadly. But and some of your, uh, some of the questions required like a billion years of research. Well, yeah, one of them is one of them is a really good question from Stephen Buckner at Sweet Buck Twenty Four, and I wish I had read that screen name before I read it out loud. Um, who who I think is probably a total soccer show listener because he suggests doing uh, various DC United 11s, um, an all-time 11, uh, a most unrealized potential 11, a most talented 11, biggest flops 11, uh, biggest surprises or bargains 11. That's something we might keep in mind for future shows uh, during this league hiatus uh but it's not something we can do on a few hours turnaround that's going to require some actual thought <laughs> just adam christman is your answer to all of the questions yep 
Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, most talented. He's he's the most talented forward in DC United history, Ben. Adam Chrisman. You keep saying that name. I do not think it means what you think it means. It absolutely does. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a good question and and a good content idea from Stephen Buckner. I just don't think it's something we can get to tonight. Something nope. we can do tonight, however, a uh, couple of tweets from from Gregory Koch, uh, one of our Patreon patrons and and a frequent contributor to the Twitter box who uh, points out that we seem to be obsessed with skyline chili and Cincinnati style chili. And I want to point, I do want to point out that it was Laurel Failer last week and not one of us that brought it up. I've brought it up before. I did not bring it up, but if someone brings it up, I am going to share. She's also correct. She's also correct. I need to interject here. Not all of us are obsessed with, Skyline Chili or the topic of Skyline Chili more accurately. Um, also, this is an Adam versus two, Ben thing. Also, two thirds <laughs> of us are from the Midwest. So, <laughs> right. Anyway, so as Midwesterners who move to the East Coast, you, you're under my sway. And so I'm saying that we shouldn't talk about this topic anymore. But well, you guys no, bring it up. We're going Kroger to because, sells, because Kroger still sells we're doing, my chili here in, here in Virginia. Gregory asks us, and, and he's at Gregory A. Koch on, on Twitter, by the way. Um, he he <laughs> likens Cincinnati-style chili to deep-dish pizza, saying they're both good, although neither is what it says, what it claims to be. Um, You're still talking he, about it. I thought I was told to not talk about it anymore. Yeah. have When have we ever listened to directions not to talk about something? <laughs> In the history of this show, saying we're not going to talk about mm-hmm. this as code for get ready because we're going to talk about this. Um, so I, I got to take issue with. I I'm not one of the people who hates on deep dish pizza or says it's not pizza. So you it only is, hate on chili Cincinnati style chili. It well, it's not chili. It is Greek oh, pasta sauce. Um, whereas it. it yeah, I don't know. It's not uh, even actually Greek pasta off. sauce, by the way. Um, it's Record just scratch. created by Greeks. It's not. It's not a Greek cuisine based. It's not a Greek recipe. No, it's Greek okay, American. Okay. If we're going to talk about the pedantry of language, like it doesn't matter. It's a good food. It doesn't matter what it's called. Talking about it as chili or not chili or pasta sauce doesn't matter. It's a good food. It doesn't matter what it's called. I don't know that I agree that it's good. Okay, well then get off this podcast. It's a good food. It doesn't matter what it's called. <laughs> My damn podcast. I started wait, this. Wait a it minute. It's not your podcast. This is, we all started this is, it. This has I've edited 300 episodes of this. A chili episode or a chili disagreement to people are throwing each other off the podcast in the name of Skyline Chili. Again, which I, again, no strong feelings about it. Uh, I feel like <laughs> If we're going to throw each other off the podcast, it should be for something bigger than this. Adam claims it's his podcast. That's all I'm saying. It was my idea. I will say that much. That's different. That is different and true. <laughs> Thank you for, for that concept. Right. We're, we're establishing some ground rules where we can rebuild the relationships on the podcast. Uh, starting with the starting with the very beginning. We can slowly rebuild over time. You have to, you have to go back to the beginning. You, it's a very good place to start. <laughs> Listeners can't see how hard and fast my head dropped. 
<laughs> when Ben said that. I think we're going to call it a show. Thank you all for listening. Um, you're probably trying to fill your day with podcasts, and we appreciate that you turn to us to do so. Uh, find us at blackandredunited.com. The content's going to get weird over the, the coming weeks. Try to roll with it. Enjoy it. Um, be a part of it. Uh, if you want to support us financially, do that at patreon.com slash filibuster. If you have uh, a, a an outlet to support people in your community who who really, really need money because they're not getting their hours, maybe throw your money there. I'm not usually one to say not to give me money, but in this case, maybe throw your money at someone who really, really needs it right now. Um, send your emails to filibusterpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at filibusterdcu, at black and red U. Uh, download, subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcasts, uh, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever. Uh, Mostly, though, tell a friend about the show. I don't know when you're going to see somebody in person because you should be practicing social distancing. I mean, just yell at them from six feet away. Yeah, when when you're in your alley singing Italian songs, because apparently that's what we do now, uh, if, if Twitter is any guide... Talk about filibuster to your neighbors. Ben, you look confused. Have you not seen the videos of Italians singing at each other? No. I've seen videos of Italians doing like uh, uh, internal uh, raves, but that's all I've seen. Oh, no. There's been like people playing guitars and accordions and singing en masse in in the streets of Italy from their balconies, mostly uh, because they're not allowed to leave their homes. Right. Um, but it, it's very beautiful. And then there's also one video of a woman badly playing a recorder and her spouse throwing things there <laughs> and then them arguing. Um, you really get it all. Anyway, yeah. human experience. I, I'm going to miss it. For Jason and Ben, I'm Adam, and we'll talk to you again next week. Stay safe out there. Uh, say goodbye, Jason. Uh, stay home if you can. And if you can't, be careful, guys. We love you. Be safe.